0: All right. So, first things first, how are you?
1: I'm really well, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm not too bad. Um, Thank you for asking. Before (laughs) we start with the new music and the album and everything, I'd like to jump back a little bit, because there's one question I had when reading your your kind of biography and your background. Now, your mother is a classical or a concert pianist, and then you started playing quite early. Was there ever a time where you thought about going down that route, the classical route and becoming this, this pianist.
1: Um, yeah, definitely. I think, I think that's something I sort of just imagined would happen <laughs> when I was really young because it, it was, I mean, my mom was my teacher. So, um, it was only when I got to like 13, 14 and started <laughs> releasing music that, um, we didn't have lessons so much so um i mean it's still something i would love to get to that level i kind of had to stop having lessons with her um because it's so hard when your parent is your teacher <laughs> you kind of just because you don't have that fear <laughs>
0: sure.
1: you know where you're like oh my god i haven't practice, you know i'm meeting with my teacher today <laughs> like normally it just that's an incentive to practice is when you don't know someone that well so it was hard with my my mom I think she got fed up with me (laughs) just like messing around um yeah I'd love to to get to that level she still teaches me now you know we still have lessons every now and again yeah
0: because I can imagine seeing what it entails to become pianist of that level and and, and then also the type of music that you play and it it can be quite rigid at times. Uh, When did your own kind of creativity join up with the piano playing and and as you mentioned you started writing your own stuff?
1: Um, I was very young I was like seven when I started Mm -hmm. writing Um, and I started on the piano first like just you know making I kind of discovered that I could make a chord out of three Mm -hmm. notes. And, and it's not something my mum had really taught me because we were learning classical. Um, and so I was just like kind of fascinated how I could make a tune. And then and then when I was eight, I, I think that's when I wrote, wrote my first song with um, with a vocal on it. And I just, I didn't really know. I just thought, you know, what would it be like if I sang on top? Maybe I can do it at the same time. And then I was just really in, inspired by it. Um, but my parents said that they would like they used to listen when I first started doing it. They were like so amazed that they would listen at the bottom of the stairs and just be like, "What's wrong with her? Why?" Is she? Because they were, the the songs are so sad, like they're always about heartbreak or like I don't know, they're really really sad. And they're like, "What what's she gone through? Like why?" So strange.
0: Do you remember what compelled you to write and especially uh to put thoughts onto paper and obviously when you're young um I don't know how much heartbreak you had already uh, experienced at that point <laughs> um, but um yeah what what compelled you to put words to paper and kind of create something
1: Uh I d- I I don't really know I was like I was definitely drawn to the piano mm-hmm. um I loved like just the I mean my earliest memory is like Being in my cot, (laughs) like and um, hearing my mum play the piano in practice, so like that, I think it's so much a part of me—the sound of the piano—and I was very drawn to it. And, but the storytelling—I don't know. I mean, my dad is a writer, and he's—he's an amazing storyteller, and I think that uh, the love of that came from him. So, um, but I mean, I don't really know. I guess when I was young, I always had a sense of um I don't know, I always felt like that something was missing a little bit. And I don't know if that's like a maybe it depends if you believe in it or not, or like a past life thing. And I, mm. and I always when I was young, I always had that sense of like something is I'm missing someone or something. And I tend to tended to write about that feeling a lot. Um and I, I don't know anything to it or not, but
0: No, but I have to ask then, has that feeling gone away or is there still a a semblance of that uh, within you?
1: I think it's still there, but I think it's stronger when you're a child and that's been closer to the life you were living before, maybe.
0: This is quite an interesting uh, bridge, I suppose, to the new album then, because... Quite recently, I've been talking to quite some artists um, about making music and kind of recapturing that youthful na- naivety that they had when they kind of started out, and I, I think that's somewhat true, at least for you, for you and how you kind of approach your career. So, how do you perceive kind of the because music does become a business, even even though you were and, and you were successful at a quite quite a young age, but it does become a business. So, how did you kind of? Uh, Recalibrate to, to 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 the more creative side again.
1: Uh, I think it's just in your brain. <laughs> it's just like how you, <laughs> how you think of things, and and I've definitely yeah, gone through moments of um like feeling like oh I need to make this so that this person will like it, or so that it will be played here, or and and I just I hate it when when that's what's in my head when I'm trying to write because it just never makes something that's authentic or um it never makes something that's like kind of um exciting i don't think or you know you kind of put yourself in a box a bit and so it's i i had a lot of fun making this new record because um i i guess because it's more kind of uptempo and like um more instant um everyone was kind of happy around me (laughs) 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 because I guess it's more commercial but it was something that was happening naturally and it wasn't something I was thinking about so it was um, it made it the process much easier for me and like it made me be able to be free and kind of yeah it's more enjoyable.
0: What allowed you to do this because if, if we Look at all the albums. Every album, I would say, as has been kind of a step in a different direction, but also a, a, an evolution. For for instance, if we take Young Hearts, I, th- I think it's a more personal album. You were uh, hiding, especially in the lyrics, kind of more uh, inward-looking, perhaps. So, so what, how do you see this next step then for for the new album? What what happened after Young Hearts? Where uh, where's the emphasis now?
1: Well, I think it it came from making Young Heart because it was was such a um, difficult record for me. And Mm. even though I love it so much and it will always be like my kind of the record that feels the most like me, I guess, at my core. Um, But it, um, yeah, it was hard because it was about heartbreak and I was going through a lot of writer's block because of that. And and just letting go of the record was very hard for me. So it took five years <laughs> to get it down and to put it out. Um did the
0: pandemic have an influence on that? For instance, were you finished earlier or did you need those five years?
1: We just finished it before the lockdown. And so, okay. Okay. so it didn't actually take that long. And then I was um and then we were like mixing it through the lockdown. So it was kind of fine. Um but uh yeah, it just took such a long time and then <laughs> I just thought uh going into this record I was just I couldn't there was no way like in me I could do another sad song or make a record that was the same as that I just was like I just want to kind of move away from that and do something else
0: yeah there the, does the seemed to be a lot of urgency in a way, especially musically on this new album. Was a song like "Paradise Calling" them one of the first that that kind of came to be because of its uptempo and, and energetic nature?
1: No, it was that was actually the towards the end of the record. Okay, I felt like there wasn't enough of that feeling, and I was like, I just want one more song that feels like really instant and like you're in straight away. Um, but it was a lot of fun doing that one. We kind of wrote it to the to the drums first, because that was like, the only way I could sort of get into that feeling. I mean, it's very hard writing at the piano, I find, like i am just immediately led back into doing a, a sad ballad. So. <laughs> no,
0: but the, the, you mentioned something interesting, because that's one of the things I wondered. Um, Young Hearts, uh, you went to, a, I believe, LA and Nashville or Tennessee. and. Um, it was more inspired by the seventies Laurel Canyon uh, feel, and and that's kind of acoustic guitar a lot as, as well. So, I was wondering how you wrote these uh, songs. Was it mostly on piano, or what was the approach this time around?
1: This was um, a lot of it was on synth, or like okay. so much piano because I just like I wanted to be out of my comfort zone a bit, right? And um, and also writing to drums and drum machines. And um, sometimes like writing the lyrics first um sort of helped just snap out of my normal routine. um yeah, it was interesting, but a, a lot of it was actually a visual inspiration okay. more than the music first. It was kind of I was looking at um uh, P.J. Harvey and Porter's Head and like Patty Smith at the beginning of the record. And I just, just that kind of more grungy, like gothic feeling. I, I think I was really inspired by that and was making mood boards. And um, and so I think that fed into the music just being a bit more brooding and kind of and darker.
0: Can you share one or two words that were on that mood board, kind of the, the things that you honed in on? Is it is it like you said, the kind of a moody thing or a gothic uh, element?
1: yeah it's definitely more gothic there's a lot of um like it was kind of more almost like how it would feel on stage and Mm. so very dark but with very bright like kind of like the album cover which is that projection um onto me Uh, but it's very bright light at the front and then kind of a, uh, a bit of a void in the back um and yeah, it was a lot moodier. There's a lot of purple on there, which I don't know. I had I was kind of obsessed with that—not um, purple, but like that kind of dusty pink and maroons, and black and white. And um, a, a lot of that probably came from Kate Bush as well. I was looking hmm. inspired by Hands of Love a lot on this record. Um, but yeah, it was kind of nice to do it that way—to like create a world and then like fit the music to that.
0: Uh, well the two things first very quickly uh, talking about Kate Bush what made her so special because she's been an influence to so many people and her, her music seems to resurface every couple of years in a way so what is it about the way she approached music that that makes it so interesting
1: I think that it's just so unpredictable is what I love about it it's so just um, and and also it feels to me that there's like a classical or I guess folk influence, but then it's mm-hmm. disguised with synth and um, and uh, yeah, that's what I loved on this record was um, electronic uh, drums and sounds mixed with an acoustic and like folk feeling, which is something that she does really beautifully, I think, and it just creates this otherworldly world. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just kind of, it's not it's kind of timeless, which is really beautiful. It's like, it's not traditional and it's not modern. It's just in this own, its own space, which is really
0: cool. And what I find interesting then with what you, what you mentioned earlier, that the way the cover is shaped with you in the light and then kind of uh, the, the darker colors around you. When I listen to this album, maybe, maybe this is just uh, my interpretation and I don't know if it's right, but, um, this album, your voice seems to be at the vor- forefront, uh, perhaps a little bit more. I, did, I could in certain songs like uh, I Wish I Was a Shooting Star, your your voice really shines through. So those those moments where there's um, it's not silence, but it, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to phrase this well, but your voice is right up front and, and kind of naked in a sense of, of, what was it like doing the vocal lines and, and, and the vocal approach for this album? I didn't I, explain that right.
1: <laughs> no, you did. Um I think you're right. I think it was like I wanted the vocal to be like quite commanding on this album and like um I had a feeling of like and this is also just sonically in the music as well so of it being like exercising a ghost a bit mm. and like just wanting to be breaking through something. And I think that came from just the hardship of the previous record and feeling quite like it was a bit of a battle that record to to do what i wanted to do and um and i was so exhausted from it and i just i think i just wanted that feeling of like you know i, I can make a record that's um so different to that and and it still be me and still be authentic and and i and believe it and so i think it had all those feelings in there and um and, yeah, I, I think I go through phases. I mean, I think it's more similar to Beautiful Eyes, my third record, um, the way I'm singing on it. And um, it's not so inward. I just, it's all kind of out and um, and for stage and, like, dramatic.
0: Mm. Is, is that something... You have to learn with time, because uh, as I mentioned earlier, and then you've been told probably by so many people, uh, you you entered the music industry at a quite a young age, and then you're still developing. I mean, your brain isn't finished developing until you're 25 or 26 or something. So that that process, you mean kind of knowing that you can be authentic without having to acquiesce to every, every uh, desire of someone else. Uh, is that something you had to learn, or, or how, how did you kind of arrive at that point where you, where you can, can now feel okay? I can do I can do this by myself. I, I have my own ideas. I, I don't need, uh, yeah, I don't need, need anything to guide me to be authentic.
1: Um, I think it helps on this record just because it was it's just naturally more commercial, I guess. Mm. Um, and so I didn't have that pressure of, you know, write a song that's really fast or <laughs> a song that's, like, got some movement to it. Right. <laughs> normally it's all ballads, which is the difficult thing, I think, when the whole record is like that. So I kind of, normally that's sort of in my head, oh, I've got to get a song that's, like, that that's different and kind of has more movement. But this one was, like, the opposite. and But it was just natural and, like... And I think that was just luck. I didn't think I was like I wasn't it wasn't a conscious thing. It just it was just how I how I felt this time. Um and but but it also has shown me that I can make something that still feels like me, that that has drums and that is um really different to what I normally do. So that that's been a nice learning thing.
0: Yeah, and I think also it's it's sometimes it's difficult to see yourself as a, as a certain thing but then to to realize that that we aren't just these one-dimensional people that there are different aspects to our personality or or yeah. to our uh... so th- that's really cool to see you explore all those things um you mentioned earlier that sometimes you just started with a line or or maybe just a bit of lyric is, is there one that sticks out to you one for which you had perhaps a line for, for a long time or something that you really wanted to to say in this album
1: um i trying to think which song I, I ruins actually well there's two songs called ruins ruins one and two but ruins two i had had the the verse for like five years five or six years um and i just couldn't finish the song but i kind of i started writing a um chorus and the word ruins was in it and like a few other words um but and but then the that lyric, we were actually writing a different song that day, Ruins One. And so the lyric <laughs> had been in my mind so that the lyric came out. And I was like, no, but I've got this other song that's meant to be called this. And um and so then we ended up writing both and they're kind of opposite stories, which I thought it's yeah. just kind of nice to have two songs that are kind of sister songs. Um but I, I don't know, I'm trying to think what other ones that had a lyric first. Um, I think Battlefield I wrote that was like a poem I wrote the it kind of poetry first <laughs> and um, it's nicer when that happens because you kind of it's so much easier when you like know what this okay. is about. normally you're just like kind of searching you have a few words and you're trying to piece it together but that one like came up very fully and it was like I know what it's about and yeah
0: <clears throat> what kind of mindset were you in when you wrote Battlefield?
1: Um that one's quite a sad song. Um it's about like not wanting to lose someone and um how like life can just be unfair sometimes and um it's just strange how stuff happens and it's out of your control. And uh so it was kind of a sad, sad one to write, but also it's quite like a passionate song so um but yeah I just I wrote most of it and then I there was a few bits which I couldn't make fit and I brought it to my friend Anya and uh we we finished it together but yeah it's, just, it's a good song special song to me that one
0: yeah well when because what you mentioned just now is, is mm-hmm. quite interesting usually uh when it isn't Immediately clear what a song is about. It will take a couple of months, and then maybe you're on stage somewhere, and uh, at at one moment it hits you like, "Oh, this is, this is what I'm thinking about." So, uh, have there been songs already that kind of shifted in 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 where they started uh, in terms of how you inter- interpret them uh, to to where they are now?
1: Um, on this new record,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, where, where where kind of meanings have have revealed themselves to you?
1: Uh yeah that always it happens a lot <laughs> and it's always something that's like happened but you don't realize it's just in your subconscious and then you feel so it was strange with rain catchers um mm. I I kind of knew that I wanted to write I was writing about my friend and um about how close we were when we were growing up and then like when I started doing music it was I think very difficult for her because they sort of just disappeared and we were inseparable and um and then suddenly I was just gone and like I was so overwhelmed with what I was doing you know I I kind of just yeah I disappeared and then um so it was about that and like remembering when we were young but when we were writing it she weirdly texted me like that day (laughs) saying I miss you and um and I thought it was so strange. I guess when you're just thinking about someone that much, maybe they sort of are aware of it. I don't know. But um, that was quite, I felt like that was quite a witchy moment that happened.
0: Let's end on that then, because you mentioned kind of the the potential pressure there was on previous uh, albums uh, in terms of commercial success. And then I don't know how, how you've experienced this, but with what you just now mentioned, I, I think you started... Uh, started getting some popularity around age 14 15 i believe so you were still in school and kind of uh having to live kind of two separate lives in that in that moment where one i, th- I think you were still going to school right yeah, yeah,
1: so, yeah.
0: so 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 the, trying to be a no- normal kid and then on the other hand kind of doing these things that that most kids uh Uh, can't even even fathom what was that like balancing those two worlds and like you said by having to make sacrifices in terms of friendships in terms of uh, how you spend your time Mm
1: -hmm. um it was very strange I mean I think I I was I became a little bit removed in my head because obviously there was just this whole other thing happening in my life which was so exciting and and I was part of a band and we were touring together and you get so kind of When you're away with on tour, you just get so um I don't know what the word is, but just um it's hard to just kind of be in real life because Mm. your your brain is just so taken up with with that group of people and that world and um and so I think it was kind of hard to go back to being at school and suddenly just being (laughs) fifteen and like and thinking about like, you know, just I don't know. Things that my friends were doing and um but I don't know I'm still like I'm still close to to people that I grew up with and and like my friend who I wrote the song about we're still really good friends so um I'm grateful I could keep some of those friendships um, but yeah it was was strange it's a lot of it's very blurry (laughs) to me from that (laughs)
0: time no, but that's good to hear and again, I think with age, uh, that balancing act uh, becomes a little bit easier. but that uh, finally then, um with Portis, and I believe it's coming out eighteenth of August., uh, what do you hope then that people will hear in it and and in terms of, yeah, success is an interesting word, but when would the album be a success in your eyes?
1: um, I mean, I'm happy with it. So it already is to me because, I mean, that's kind of all I want from from the record is to enjoy it and to feel like I did my best on it. Um, so I'm just like, I, I hope people, I hope it's kind of a bit of a, sh- a shock in a way to people. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want, want it to do that a little bit. Um, but then I don't want people to feel like... <laughs> they've lost something that they they like as well so I hope that they can even though the songs aren't maybe like an obvious ballad like deep ballad I think I think the lyrics actually if you strip them back there is um there are kind of deep stories there and um I hope people still feel that and still feel connected to what I'm saying and um I mean yeah it's funny it's like I can't not write a sad song so they are sad (laughs) but it just like up-tempo sad songs So like power band
0: um, yeah that's a very interesting point because uh if you do listen to the lyrics there is uh there's still uh some melancholy in it and then so, so, some sadness and um but if yeah if, if you just listen to the music it's quite quite upbeat and, and synthy so the, 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 it kind of picks you up so is that a challenge balancing those two uh things or is it kind of th- just the way it turns out
1: i think it's just the way because i if anything gets too happy, I'm like, I don't know, can't do it. Um,
0: Without, sorry, sorry to sound like a psychoanalyst, but but have you ever tried to figure out why that is?
1: <laughs> uh, no, but I think I just, I think it's kind of what I, uh, going back to what I said earlier about just like um, being surrounded with my mum playing, playing classic music when I was very young and it was always quite mournful and like, I just think the piano is a, a mournful instrument. I agree, yeah. Um, and so I think that just obviously formed formed the way I um, feel <laughs> the, way, <laughs> the way I write music, the things that I find beautiful, and it's in the sad, the sad, sounding things. So.
0: Maya, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was really nice.